of Dragon Con, the podcast of, wait, wait, what, less than a week? And joining um, me as always is the panicked one, Lee. Not panicked, but yeah, I just, I, I love looking at that big front page on Dragon Con where it says, as we're recording, seven days, 21 hours. So I'm trying to... Yeah, I guess technically it's, it's over a week. It's a day, yeah, it's not not yet a week. But Again, depends yeah. upon when you count, you know, they're they're off a little bit, we know, because it's supposed to end on Wednesday. Stop. Countdown. Just don't. But don't. It's okay. I've already. Okay. I've already had people go on my Facebook and say, or on our unique geek site, our Facebook, unique geek Facebook page, blah, and be like, well, wait, there's no Wednesday schedule. I'm like, uh, yeah, humans are <laughs> terrible. Per Sean from The Good Place, humans are terrible. So <laughs> just done. I'm done. And they were enjoying, enjoying winding me up, just Mr. Butel. Thank you a lot. Mm-hmm. But I have to give you a thank you. Oh, do I? Do you? Yes, I do. Because I, I, uh, I will eat up your compliment. Go ahead. There you go. For years, I have given you a hard time about the Unique Geek site for one thing. It's because you say it's all guys and, and there's no picture of women. It's all guys. And there are well, pictures of women, but go on. There there are, but in your little art, not those kind of pictures, folks. Ones. Yeah, go on. No, not those kind of pictures. I mean, the little drawn ones or whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, yeah. Not, not. Yeah. So there wasn't. But then I finally went to the fifty days site this year because I needed the URL because I wanted to make sure I had it right. And there's a picture of you and I over fifty days, and I don't know who drew it, but it's really, really. No, cute. no, that's that was my daughter. That was my. That was the thing that it's it's part oh. of the other podcast. It was a, I ripped it out of the other image for the other podcast we've talked about making uh Mm -hmm. with mr bailey yes and we will be doing that but i took the i took the part that was just you and me cut it out and well your daughter did an amazing job and i was really hoping that was me because i was like i think that's me i hope it's me it's you yeah so that was me and it was really cute and i wanted to thank you um you're welcome yay okay and then the other thing is is as we're taping this you basically have about 160 hours to uh get through get ready for dragon con so i've been seeing a lot of things as the app has come out right of people asking questions and so many people are saying well as they said on 50 days of dragon con or yeah they talked about that on 50 days of dragon con it's really great so Keep encouraging. I'm glad somebody knows what we talked about because I have I'm absolutely so glad no too. idea. I, we can't remember after two minutes, but it's really uh, so you got to send this out to your friends and newbies and all those people so they can get it. And just so one Lee, last reminder. Well, Lee, Lee, real quick. Did you see that there's a picture, uh, a drawing of illustration of you on the Unique Geek site? No. 
No, I saw the fifty days one. I gotta go to the no, unique meant. site. No, no, that's that's what I meant. Oh, okay. Right? <laughs> no, huh? I was pointing out that we don't. Never mind. The joke is lost. If I have to explain it, it's gone. Anyway, you have one more thing to say. I just have one more thing to say is that if you still do want to volunteer to support Dragon Con, mm-hmm. sign up at the con. You'll be able to do that. So, yay. There we go. And that's it. That's all I want to say right now because I haven't looked at if we got any guests added today yet. But you know what? Because we're really weird. We're doing another one of these in an hour. Yeah. But you know what? You know what, John? Uh, Don't say chicken butt. Corgi butt. <laughs> corgi, corgi butt. butt. Corgi butt. Ferret um, butt. Parrot butt? I said ferret. Ferret butt. Oh, ferrets. No, ferrets are stinky. I know that. Did mm. you know that? Um, I do because I had a roommate who had one. Ferrets are a stinky little musky animal. They're very yeah. nice. You can have them as pets. But sure. They you think they're nice. They well, I never got bit. I got bitten by a gerbil. I never got bitten by the ferret. So I go with that. <laughs> Gerbils are mean. <laughs> so, but I was you know what, John? Love. Go what? on. Nothing. A ferret bit your leg? No. I said I was bitten by love. Go on. Move on. Ignore me. You've After 40 some out of these, you would think that you would have known just to keep moving and ignore me. I just don't know what you're saying behind, under me, and it really freaks me. Under my voice. I'm not under, under her, people. Damn. Can we try this to our guest what? now? Yeah, we're going to introduce our guest now because it's a gaff a minute, and you know who can't keep me from making a gaff a minute disability services at dragon con because there is just no help for me being like this and we have todd who took a year off but is back again to talk about disability services hi todd hello hello I, I, uh, okay, i've so been folks, listening and oh, i yeah. want to tell the viewers that app that app is cool there's even a version to display on your the laptop computer there so yeah no if the if the app is too small for you, because we're all into reasonable accommodations about making things easier to see, yes. click that button that says "Open in Browser." That's going to be really helpful. Oh wow! Oh, very cool. Oh, you can know really. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now now gonna, we're going to go gotta, look. That's I'm cool. going to look yeah, now. That is very cool. to, there you, John, go look. You you, you yeah. do podcasting. I'll be over here. I'll do podcast. You go look at that. Um, <laughs> I'm going to stare at the schedule. Yeah, it works. Uh, so and I that, would like, and to I'll start. I'll start quizzing you on why you don't have certain things scheduled at the times that I want them to be. To, uh, to yeah, be you can do that later. You can do that. Yeah, I'm Betty. Will I just want to say that usually when we talk to somebody, we talk to them before the podcast. What a surprise! Look behind the curtain, and we just get a little things that we want to make sure that we don't forget as we're all chatting. I have nothing written down for Todd because we missed you last year. Um, Oh, we did. Because on this podcast, basically, I don't have to do anything but sit here and laugh until I almost pee my pants. (laughs) Yeah, no pressure, though. Don't worry about it. No pressure, though, because, yeah, if if you're curious. perfectly fine. I've done this a few times before. Right. You have. So, okay. What is disability services? And why does Dragon Con need it? Okay. So... Disability Services is a department of Dragon Con that assists the convention in providing the reasonable accommodations mm-hmm. that they are required to by federal law. Oh, good. Okay. So a lot of people will say, well, Disability Services is that special department for the disabled people. I'm nope. like, yeah, kind of, except 
the standard is, as we've said many times before, mm-hmm. it's my job to make sure that you have the potential for the same crappy Dragon Con experience as any other attendee. <laughs> That's exactly. Which you see, this is why we already are starting to laugh. And right. I get it. Yeah. So that's really good. So we don't want you to be, to, we, there's no special treatment. It's basically no. to make sure that you are just as miserable as the other 80,000 of your closest friends that are there. Absolutely. And what we try and do awesome. is provide reasonable accommodations that take the disability out of the equation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to give you a, a totally random person, right? Yep. So this person cannot see without their glasses, but they hopefully won't lose their glasses and also have a little bit of a mobility issue. They're not disabled. They would be what those are, you know, it's a chronic pain condition. There's only so much can be done and they aren't really sure what they might need at Dragon Con, but they do know they can't stand long. Like if they stand more than about, oh, I don't know, 20 minutes, it hurts. This totally hypothetical person I'm talking about. Get this a lot. So, okay. It starts with coming to see us mm-hmm. at the, the, well, the main disability services location is in the Sheraton, unfortunately, because right. that's where, uh, uh, mm-hmm. Keep going. where memberships are issued. So you got to get to the Sheraton, but even if you can't, right. Okay. We'll reasonably accommodate you if you've already gotten your badge through another method. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because you have a kind of like, I would like to call it a satellite disability services yes uh, at the marriott or the hyatt at the marriott okay okay so if you can't get to the sheraton Mm -hmm. okay there's two ways to do one is to go see us in the the branch office at the marriott the final location has not as of yet been determined Right. Hey, that's why you watch your app and look and, for the update. Or look right. for a volunteer that can direct you in the right direction. Information okay. services, for example. That's right. Or if it happens to you during the convention, like, because mm. it always happens, somebody overdoes themselves, Saturday afternoon comes, they can't walk anymore. So, mm. so now they need some assistance from disability services in terms of being able to find seats at panels or be able to eliminate wait times. All of our ballroom captains and all the major ballrooms can do the basic assessments for you and get you started. There you go. Because you do have somebody in all of the major ballrooms. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And Todd will yell at us. Mostly he yells at us to say hi and thank you for making our jobs easier. But if there's something else going on and we aren't doing it right, he yells at us for that. And by yells at, I mean, he uses his natural voice, which is just really kind of like me, very loud. John, don't say I don't need a megaphone. So there we go. It's not like we can do 50 days of Dragon Con standing at the opposite ends of the area of the atrium ballroom. No, we couldn't do that. Maybe possibly. So to to keep the, the viewers educated Mm -hmm. um, with regard to panel seating, we provide four basic categories of assistance. Okay. One is wheelchair seating. Those people that are used the mobility devices. Okay. All of our wheelchair seats have companion seats next to them. Mm-hmm. And everybody gets a minion. And you only get one minion. I only get one minion. Right. However, multiple disabled people traveling together, each disabled person, one minion. One minion. Mm-hmm. Each person, one minion. You got it. Exactly. Um, the second type is 
what's called proximity seating. And for your for the person that you listed the example on, it mm-hmm. might be something I would consider. Okay. Something who would need to be able to find themselves a seat that um, isn't in the front row. Okay. And I want to be very clear about this. Right. There are very few disability opportunities to get seated in the front row. All right. Um, and you're going to talk about one of them at some point, because I know one of them. I, I absolutely so, yeah. am. Yeah. Um, but And those are called proximity seating. Mm-hmm. For the general folks that just have a hard time walking, they yeah. need a quick entrance, they need a quick exit. Mm-hmm. We have the ever popular seat in line, end of row sticker. Right? Yay. Those yeah. are great stickers. Yeah, yeah. That, is our, that is our most popular model. Mm-hmm. And then the, the fourth category is the one that, that I just mentioned, which is what's called sight lines. The only right. way that disabilities will get you in the front row is if by virtue of your disability, you need an unobstructed view of stage. Okay. And why would somebody need that, Todd? Um, sign language interpreters are a great reason. Ah, there we go. Yes. Okay. Because Thank you. The only place that the sign language interpreters are going to be able to be to be placed mm-hmm. is in front of the the front row in the major ballrooms. Mm-hmm. You can't have an interpreter sitting in row eighteen with a deaf person sitting in row nineteen. Yeah, that would be a bit difficult. <laughs> no, 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 it can't. It can't happen. Yeah. So what's going to happen is when you come to see us at either the Sheraton or a branch office, we're going to do a brief interview for you and talk about the needs in relation to your disability. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not going to tell you that it's always dignified. If you've been in our area, especially on Thursday, it is quite confusing. However, I want to assure the listeners that should you need to discuss this in private, we will honor your request and take you to a private place to have the discussion. Yes. Uh, The discussion is pretty brief. We talk about what your disability is and what you might need. Okay, well, then determine the sticker that you need for ballroom seating. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have blanks if other reasonable accommodations need to be provided. We have medical stickers if you need to put something on your badge oh. that says, hey, I'm a diabetic. Hey, please use that, folks. Please, please, please yes. get one of those. You don't. It's it's it. it yes. You know, it, it helps other people out if something happens. Because you're going to be having a good time and you might forget to eat and your blood sugar might crash or spike. And And we need to know what the heck is going on. And we want everybody to have a good time. And we do. Very very important for us. Or at least have a crappy as as much of a crappy time as everybody else is having. Well, it isn't just my job to help people have a good time. That I share with other Dragon Con departments. Mm -hmm. Now, um. Once we give you the stickers that you need, we put them on the back of your badge. Any sticker we give you that has the international symbol for disability on it entitles you to be in a disability seating or waiting area. So you don't have to get the special seat in line sticker just to get a seat in line. Any of the stickers will do it for you. But the important thing I'm going to let the viewers know is how that kind of works. Okay. Okay. How does that work, Todd? So suppose you want to go to an X-Track panel. Woohoo! Right? Yeah. And you, want, and you want to make sure you get a good seat. Panel okay. starts at one o'clock. So the previous panel by Dragon Con Scheduling is going to end at 1245. You want to be in the waiting area for disability for that room at 1230. Okay. 
because we need 15 minutes to figure out how many people we're loading. And right. our entire loading process, believe it or not, is about four minutes. It's pretty quick. It is really yeah, pretty quick. That's all they give us because you got to fill up the rest of the room in whatever space we have left. Now, as I tell you what the general rule is, I'm also going to tell you the exceptions to the rule. I put okay. this on the, the disabilities Facebook group uh, the other day, so I want to make sure everybody knows. Um, if you're seeing the, the schedule app is your friend. If yes. you're going to a panel that perhaps might be first thing in the morning after the early show tapes, for example, okay? Mm-hmm. You wouldn't want to wait until 15 minutes before the early show ends because they load the next panel early so that the early show gets the benefit of all those people sitting in the seats. Right. Uh Okay. So first panels in the morning load at really odd times based on what might be happening in the rooms. So use your schedule and keep your head on a swivel. Mm -hmm. And remember that on Mondays, on Mondays, we're lower on staff because some people actually work on Labor Day, Derek, right. you know, Derek say it. Some yeah, people right. actually have jobs. So we may be down on volunteers. So in order to make things easier, they may not empty the room between particular panels. Now, I'm going to assure folks that we will do our best, especially mm-hmm. if there's a panel that we think is going to be really popular, to make sure that that panel gets unloaded so that our, so that the reasonable accommodations we are qu- required to provide get provided. Mm-hmm. But, and I, Oh, no, you keep going. Cause I want to add something when you're done. Okay. Yeah, but, uh, you know, there are times when security considerations kind of overrode what we do. And if the seats are taken, the seats are taken. Okay. Now you go ahead and do your thing. And then I got one more. Okay. Well, and I want to let people know that we're, we're talking right now about the big rooms, right? Yes. So those are the big ballrooms and things like that. One thing to know is that track directors are not the people who say on a Monday panel, uh, clear it out or don't nope. clear it out. That is up to tech ops in conjunction with safety and disability services because they yes. chat real quick and they say, no, it's fine. We're not going to have to. If people need to leave now, if they aren't going to be here, but we're not going to like clear the room and bring everybody else in. So just FYI on that, don't start thinking it's the track directors that can say yes or no to clear the room. I got you there. Thank you. The the thing to note though is once we start general loading for a panel, Mm -hmm. I'm going to try and help you as best I can, but your sticker doesn't guarantee you nothing. And you got to, and you got to remember that. There, there is no implied guarantee that, that a reasonable accommodation carries anything. Ah, that's okay. the term reasonable accommodation. Yes, because when you're trying to fill a room of 2,500 people, I'm not going to try and find three seats for you in row seven because you get there five minutes before the show starts. Right. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be able to do that because at that point we're changing to help the general tech ops people load the room. Right. Okay. Now that doesn't mean we have these, we have these things happen every year. So mm-hmm. yes at home, I don't want you to be scared about it. You, you get caught in an elevator. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you finally make it to the Marriott atrium room door or to the Hyatt Centennial room door. You are beat down in your socks. General, yep. loading, general loading has already begun. But if I got a seat for you, if there's a seat in the in the disability staging area, we we have a few seats where we sit. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yep. We'll put you there. The thing right. to remember, though, is that I'm not guaranteeing you what your sticker demands, but I will do my best to get you in the room. And right. And that's why room, it's so important to be there early. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. So now that's about ballrooms. What about track rooms? Well, accessible seating should be provided anywhere DragonCon provides programming, but track rooms mm-hmm. are um, track rooms are laid out by track directors and checked by us to make sure that they have the appropriate number of seating. The stickers will still work in the way they normally work. So if you need an unobstructed view of a screen, okay, your mm-hmm. stickers can help you. But there might not be a disability services person around. If there's a problem, the the, the track director in the room is going to help you. There if you go. That is, if that is an issue, they will notify us, and we have people in every building. We just can't be in every room. No, of course not. On every hour for every building. That's a lot of rooms and buildings and where you got to be all the time. Because, I mean, there's something like, what, 20 ballrooms or something? I mean, I don't know. I'd have to look. It's a, it's a huge number just of ballrooms that we have. So, yeah. So we've, we've talked about this in the past. Um, one of the one of the things we we like to to be careful of and, and be aware of is the um, invisible disability, if you will. Yeah. Yes. That that people it's it's not just you know uh, wheelchairs or assisted walking or anything like that. Um, it is people there are, as as Lee pointed out, there are folks that have a, uh, a disability that that is not visible that that is maybe maybe it is uh, fibromyalgia and it's always yep. always a problem or maybe it's cardiac maybe it's mm-hmm. asthma mm-hmm. maybe it's you know any one of them that you don't see and, epilepsy and, narcolepsy and so those the, and, and the reason why we like to say we we'll like to say it, we have to say it or should say it, we whatever. do say it we say because, it yeah. is because there are folks because uh, you know we're dealing with lots and lots of different people um, that will think that because they can't see a problem there is no problem so that person is just trying to game the system and right. that's part of your vetting it's part of the, the vetting that yes. you do in advance yeah you know we, the questions we, to ask we screen people for that mm-hmm. so yep. if, if they've gotten a sticker from us that means and we've got disability professionals working for disability services. Um, you know, we've verified their need for reasonable accommodation. So part of the sticker is so that you don't have other Dragon Con staff kind of making that determination. They have jobs to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, we don't want them worrying about that. We want them doing the job to put on the great show. So we put the stickers on not only for them are not only for us, but for them, so that they know the reasonable accommodations they need to provide. And if they have a problem, they can always get a hold of us, and we can come up and help them. Right. Mm-hmm. And understand, no one, no volunteer, is supposed to question your status that has been given to you by Disability Services. Okay? That is correct. All that track directors are told this. I did my track training on Sunday and we talked mm-hmm. about it. Um, again, though, if you come late to a panel, the panel's already started. It may not be as easy 
to get you where you, we really hope to get you, but we're going to do everything we can unless it's SRO to get you in that room. Exactly. At that point, it's not about your preference. It's about what we can manage. Yet it is. So I just want to say that, you know, volunteers in the track rooms aren't doing that in uh, the ballrooms. And I know a lot of people, there've been a lot of people who've come to Dragon Con year after year and they're like, Oh, I see you. And it's great. And there's sometimes a, first one's in so we get to chat for a minute without everybody in um but we don't ask them anything we're just glad they're there disability services handling it so just fyi because i just don't want people to feel like you have to prove your accommodation you do not Yeah, people would be surprised as to the level of disability accommodation that dragon con engages in in departments that aren't necessarily ballroom seating. For example, you can get seat in line assistance at the Dragon Con store if you want to buy something. Oh, okay. That's very cool. Um, ex- exactly. Uh, there is a disability seating area for the parade. For those folks that, you know, can't see over the, the um, standing throngs of people mm-hmm. waiting to see the wonderful display that is the Dragon Con parade. Now, I think I know where that is even, because I think mm-hmm. one year when I was walking down, I saw it. Right. So, so yeah. Well, we, want folks, we want folks to know that if a reasonable accommodation can be provided, and the word reasonable is key, um, we will do it. Um, I've, <laughs> I have been known to wheel my butt all around Dragon Con solving little problems that people bring to my attention. And John was about to ask before we went on to something else. And now I want to get to some cool stories in a minute. But, John, you are about to ask your question oh, on parade. Yeah, yeah. Where, whereabouts, if if there is someone that, that does need accommodation, where do they go for, like, the parade? You want to go in front of the Hyatt and look for the marked area. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we mark it so people know. <laughs> No, <laughs> and they do. They do, and it's there. Yeah, and come and hang out with my. Tri- come and hang out with my tribe of people. Yes, come see. Yeah, yes, it's great. So then, um, all right. So the I don't think there's anything else we really have to talk about. But you just said you would um, be amazed at what sometimes people will. Um, there is one thing we'll talk about that in the end. But yeah, something yeah. that Dragon Con will do, as you said, the parade. But mm-hmm. you usually make me laugh a lot more. So, Todd, why am I not laughing yet? Come on, give me some what stories, the- man. Well, what, what well, kind we of- haven't talked about we haven't talked about the service animals yet. <gasps> we haven't talked about service animals be- because yet. we because these are the stories you want to get a guest attention in the Marriott Ballroom. Uh huh. Put a service animal in the front row. Okay. <laughs> right. So, um, f- hey, how many guests have wanted to ride on your lap? Um, um, well, uh, besides Lee, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> See, she's not a guest technically. John, this is how, <laughs> this is how problems get started. Jonathan, this is how, uh, uh how do you know I was talking about you? I could have been talking about some other Lee. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. You know, so many, I was just trying to think like, uh, what was I going to, yeah. Okay. So, so, so let's, service animals. let's go down yeah, the thorny, thorny, let's, thorny let's, path. Let's work, of that into, let's work that into the conversation, right? Uh, let's not, but yeah, okay, you, I don't want to ride with anybody. On one, there. one of the common questions we get, it's very common now, is uh, about what Dragon Con does for service animals. Mm-hmm. And I got a 
I got to both be somber and amusing, or at least try to be at the same time, because I am a dog lover. Well, yeah, Mm -hmm. because dogs are awesome. That's a good thing, because dogs are awesome. And cats are awesome. Yeah, yeah. not not so much. Dogs are, though. Stop. Wait, where's Todd? Uh Uh-oh. Todd, we lost you. lose Todd? Todd. Todd. I just sent him a text, a message. So, but he's going to talk about, he's going to talk about service animals. So, yay. So, we'll, we'll, we'll pause for this we'll pause. commercial message. Oh, that's Jeopardy thing. Oops. You're going to get a sued. Alex yeah, Trebek is, you know, he's looking for okay, some more wait. money. My, my he thing says is he's still here, noise. but we don't hear hmm? you. We he don't hear you. So, you got to go away and come back. Yeah. I think you're out there at Lago. Okay, let me go ahead and pause this thing right now. Yeah, that'll be a good idea. Fire me back up. All right, so we're back. You were saying, okay, so we we're, we're talking, back. we're going to talk animals. service animals. Talking about service animals. Service animals yeah. are fabulous. Dogs are great. Dogs are great. Service Love animals, yep. in this context, though, is very specific because we have a lot of people. Believing mm-hmm. that their that their animal, whether or not it has to deal with disability, is entitled to be at the convention. Mm. And I got to be uh-huh. very specific mm-hmm. and turn around and say we support the rights of service animals mm-hmm. to be at Dragon Con. Now, under the law, service animals are dogs that are trained to perform something in relation to the disability of the person who is their handler. Uh, it could hey. be something as simple as the most, the most, the most famous one is guide dogs. For the blind, yeah. Right. Sight. Yeah. Guide dogs. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But you have hearing dogs for the deaf. You have retrieval dogs, right? For yes. people with mobility impairments, because we drop stuff a lot. Mm-hmm. All right. And sometimes reachers just don't do it. It's easier to train the dog to bend down and get that quarter you dropped. Yes. But we also have dogs that can detect uh, problems in diabetes, problems with epilepsy. They can detect auras. They can assist in helping manage an anxiety behavior. Now, here's where we cross into that other area. A lot of people have what are called Emotional support animals. Okay. Yep. That is, in certain areas of life, a protected class of animal. Just not at Dragon Con. Emotional support animals are supported in housing and in yep. federally funded activities like airports. That's why emotional support pigs can fly on airplanes. Mm-hmm. Believe mm-hmm. it or not. Now, what a lot of people don't realize is that in the late 90s, they um, limited the definition of service animal to dogs and miniature horses. Okay. Now, so, yes. I do want to get into why why specifically miniature horses when it could have been any number of other things. Well, I think it, it was a whole thing with miniature horses being about the size of a big Labrador. Yes, so. Okay. They're really possible, yeah. Yeah, right. Now, for your emotional support animal, they're absolutely welcome in the room areas of the hotel and in the venues where you stay. They're permitted. 
Okay. In this, it, you know, in the same way that pets would be permitted. Right. But we won't permit emotional support animals in Dragon Con convention space. Nope. Okay. Now, the way we determine that is kind of the same way we handle badges, okay? We don't want any just Dragon Con volunteer looking at a dog going, I don't think that's a service dog. Right. So we voluntarily request, if you have a service dog and you're coming to Dragon Con, come and see us at Disability Services. What we're going to do is we will ask the federally mandated questions about what the dog does or doesn't do. And if you meet the standard, we will put something on the dog's leash, halter, or accoutrement, depending upon what kind you use, uh-huh. that indicates that we've determined it's a service dog so the people won't bug you. Good. Awesome. That particular strip, however, serves another function because service animals have to behave appropriately while they're in locations. So if they engage in uh, behavior that might tend to be dangerous, and and I want to make sure that we understand the difference here. Mm -hmm. Uh, For example, barking is not a dangerous behavior. For service animals, barking could be a trained response. Mm -hmm. If you know, the dog senses that my blood pressure is dropping, the dog's going to bark at me to tell me that it's time to drink that Coke now. Mm. Okay. There you go. So barking is not a negative thing here. Mm. However, eh, you get a dog that, you know, lunges at the person next to him because they dropped part of a hot dog on the floor. That could be a problem. Yeah. We don't want any, any any quote unquote violent or aggressive behavior. Right. So, if they see that, staff are trained to notify disability services. We'll come and see you. We'll come talk about what happened with the dog, what the triggers were, what the, what the, what the, in my, uh, in my job, they call them antecedents. What happened before the dog did this, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. if we think it's a problem, we're going to punch a hole in the, in the badge we gave you. Oh. Okay. I was, three well, I was like, in the wall? Where are you punching that hole? We're going to punch a I hole think... in, the, in the tag we put on the dog's accoutrements. Three okay. punches. We're going to ask you to keep the dog somewhere else. Okay. This is a way to protect the service animals and everybody else from anything that might be a uh, negative behavior. Now, again, okay. it's voluntary. We're not forcing you to come and see us. But if you don't, and the staff doesn't see those tags, they're going to ask you those questions, right? And just Mm -hmm. for those people paying attention at home, the two legal questions are, is the dog for a disability, yes or no? And what service is the dog trained to perform for you? Yep. What we get a lot of is, well, the dog helps me quell my anxiety because he's around. That is an emotional support animal. You got to tell me something the dog does when you're anxious. Mm, gotcha. Understand? Yep. Right. No, uh, I get it. I'm getting service, it. Service animals, very important measure of people participating in Dragon Con. They are. Um, now, you know that I'm going to be here. I'm going to be talking about elevators. You know it. Yes. Oh, oh let's talk, talk about, about elevators. Oh, I yes, let's I talk. talk about elevators. For those people that are listening for this for the to the first time and why is that? You should have been listening to us for ages. Well, maybe they um, just came. This is their first Dragon Con. So they just exactly. came. For those That's- people, the first Dragon Con, I'm a wheelchair user, right? Mm-hmm. And one of my biggest frustrations is 
I have elevators pass by me, not two or three or four of them, but 10 or 15 or 20 of them mm -hmm. that are full of people. When yeah. you, when, to be honest, you guys can walk up a flight of stairs and I can't. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So what we'd like is to remember that people with disabilities can request that you exit an elevator to let them on. It's mm -hmm. the only area where we're going to say that for, for a mobility user, that's a priority. Exactly. Okay? Because we have to wait for the elevators. We have no choice. Mm -hmm. And that whole thing about that person coming late. Yep. Every, at least three times a day, I get somebody that that happens to because they've been sitting waiting for an elevator for an hour and every elevator that comes by them is chock full to the rafters. So please, please yeah. be, be kind. If we ask you yeah. to step out, please take a moment. Okay. And, yeah. Yes. And we will say this, it drives, I'm just going to say this is Lee's personal opinion. Remember, John and I are not affiliated with Dragon Con, right? We are not approved by Dragon Con. It drives me crazy to see somebody get on an elevator to go up or down one floor. If I can do it with the current issues I have, you can do it. Trust me. Because I just, mm -hmm. we're not trying to get too much in my life, but I just had surgery two months ago. We're not going to talk about it anymore. But if I can, if, if I were on the Hyatt lobby level and I wanted to go to con suite, my fuzzy butt is going to be walking up those really nasty, sticky stairs, just like everybody else who can do so, who is physically able. I don't like can anymore. Who is physically able to do so. So, yeah. And John, you have, you, you give your own little thing about this because you always do a really good one. Well, I don't, I don't know that I have a really good one other than uh, just get out of the way. I mean, seriously, people going, I, I know the whole thing going up to go down or going down to go up is, yeah. is a thing at Dragon Con. Um, but when you use your, just use common freaking courtesy for crying out loud. Yes. If you see someone that's sitting there waiting and has and and they, it, listen, I'm going to say obviously uh, disabled, but or, mm -hmm. you know, mobility challenge, I think one of the things right. said, um, that's, that should be a, a red flag that yes, that needs to, you need to, um, yes. get out of the, get out of the way and be the decent human and just get out of the way yes. and maybe wait your turn for going up, uh, the, the next one. And if, and if people are asking you to, to exit the elevator, please, and I've seen this happen and it's, yes. it's heartbreaking because, you know, there's very little you can do because the door is going to close no matter what. Um, the, be be the bigger person and just yes. get hey, out of the way. It's I, better. I live in Buffalo, New York, the city of good neighbors. Mm -hmm. Yay. I come to Atlanta to see people be good neighbors. Mm. This is yes. all we're asking. Be a good neighbor. Help a guy out. Yep. Okay. Well, and, and very honestly, you... A lot of people are like, well, I've been trying to get in the elevator for whatever minutes. Well, that's great. You are one person who can scooch in. They can't. They are not able to. So therefore, see, I'm really trying to get C-A-N out of my vocabulary. They are not able to. So therefore, 
wait for one more elevator. It's not going to kill you. It is not going to ruin your Dragon Con. And you nope. can wait to go take a nap for another five minutes. You can wait on a drink. And you can wait to go down to a panel. Because probably you're going to get in it unless the line's ridiculous. Two, and then if you two, don't, it's I've, on Dragon Con TV. I've, I've, stopped, I've stopped saying that you can get into every panel because uh, no, that's you can't. You can't. Uh, that is not always true. But... And, and and also, if you are waiting for an elevator and you see someone uh, coming up that, that obviously um, is going to require uh, an elevator more than you, mm-hmm. maybe let them in front of you and not maybe let them in front of you yeah. and take the next one. I know it sucks. Or- I know. I know because everybody wants to be everywhere they, they want to be in. And right, we've gotten yeah. to it. We've in, in a lot of ways, we've gotten to a point. In life, where everyone thinks they're more important than the next person, but there are there are legitimate reasons for people needing to be nice and just doing the right thing. Well, yeah, and that um, that was a personal issue for me. Uh, two or three years ago, my husband has a, had a very very bad knee, and actually. Um, could usually get around, but he knew Dragon Con was going to be an issue. So he went to Disability Services and got the sticker because he had rented a wheelchair for mm-hmm. the four days or five days or whatever. And Six. he was, uh, he stopped. From, from our friends at Scoot Around, go see them at yeah. scooteround.com. <laughs> he, oh, he had surgery. That's right. Nope. The reason he needed it was he had surgery and he couldn't walk at that point. So. Mm-hmm. He was a, he got this, I, he, thank goodness he's sitting right here. I couldn't remember if it was why, while he'd had the surgery or not. So it's, you know, and he gave me a lot of examples of good people and a lot of examples of people did not, not doing better. So let's all try to do better. Uh, yeah. and, and also, can I also point this out? Uh, yes. Getting out is just as important. Just so you know, uh, allowing that person to to actually exit the elevator, I have yes. actually I, I have actually witnessed from the outside of the elevator someone not someone not being uh, getting out of the way because they were afraid they're going to lose their spot in the elevator. So to let a person that had been uh, caught in the back of the elevator uh, to get out, and that person just had to keep had had to keep going because at that point yeah. you know the elevator's and, moving. Imagine riding uh, imagine riding the elevator and never being able to get off. I can't. That, that want is to. a terror. Although, although I'm sure that there is somebody who right now is planning their next live stream just to do that. But anyway, yeah, yeah no. No. Hey, come on. You, that that annoying voice, the one that says the doors are open. Please stand clear of the doors. Come yeah. on. How many times can you hear that before you go crazy? And I'll be very honest. I have really short arms. Okay, but I She's get like a out Tyrannosaurus of the way. Rex. And I, what <laughs> I, I am almost. It's really sad. I I heard that one. I get out of the way and I'll put my hand in, uh, you know, the door to hold it, mostly because I'm trying to hold it open so somebody can get out. But it also holds it so that I can get back in. Come on, people, do better. Be, be smart and be polite and all those good things. Is that right? Did that's, I say it right? I think that's okay. I think that's correct. Okay, good. Be good. Be better. All right. So yay! Hold on. And then, all I'm, right. I'm getting back off my my soapbox. Okay, there we go. All You're right. getting off your soapbox. No, I'm not. I'm I'm still on it yet. Okay, so I'm going to give you some examples, Todd, and you tell me if this is a service animal 
or an emotional support animal. Okay. Unless you have some good stories to tell ferret. of how to tell the difference. Yep. Okay. Ferret. I have a ferret who makes me feel happy when I pet him and that reduces my anxiety because he makes a good little sound. Well, here's the thing about that. Um, yeah. Ferrets, ferrets are uh-huh. neither dogs nor miniature horses. So therefore I would automatically categorize them as an emotional support animal. There you go. Okay. Uh, however, so did y'all first of all hear that. Is it a dog or is it a horse? Miniature horse. Right. The no. next thing we do is make absolutely sure we don't seat them anywhere near the snake. <laughs> Ricky Tiki Tavi, you, right. you and I both saw it. Ha ha! Used to watch it every Easter. Ricky exactly. Tiki-tabi. Technically, that was. And a if you don't mongoose, know what yeah. in the world that same is, family. it was a cartoon. It was great. What I said. Technically, Sorry. it was a mongoose, but same family. Sorry, it's, the, it's, so, it's a long rodent. So yeah. So your next example. <laughs> My next example. <laughs> okay. So I have a Shih Tzu Poodle dog who is blind, but who I carry around because I need somebody to love me because I am so unlovable. That's okay. what I tell you. We got a lot of See, other things to unpack there. but If you tell me that, I'm going to turn around and I'm going to go back to that federal question and say, so what's the blind dog trained to do? The blind dog is trained to um, uh, lick me when I I pet it a certain way to calm me down. Okay, yeah. But here's the thing. Uh-huh. You, you're the one that would decide to pet him that certain way to get licked, not him. The dog's not trained to do anything, so that's uh-huh. an important animal. And as much as we want to support you having uh, getting emotional support. Yes, which we what, do. What that dog would have to do is say he smells the fact that you're tired or sad mm-hmm. and he might turn and lick your face so that you would pet him. It's the other way around. You're petting him so that you're getting attention. He's not turning around and saying, Hey, wait a minute. I think people aren't loving you enough, metaphorically right. speaking. So I'm going to get this party started. Okay. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you one and I hope it's hard. Yeah. I, John, unless you have one, no. you have one. No, you're, you're, all right. you're all on your own on this one. Oh, hush you. So I am a six foot one or two inch tall man. I look robust and healthy, but I have a dog with me Mm -hmm. and I have that dog with me because that dog, when he can tell when I am, uh, when I'm getting upset and he, when he sees me getting upset, he will actually put a paw on me to remind me to get out of a situation that is upsetting me because I have, I, I have high blood pressure. And if I get too upset, I could have problems. Okay. So I'm going to say to you, when you, when you feel anxious and the dog um, alerts, which yes. is what that's called. Are are you losing kind of contra- contact with reality? Because the service dog category here, that you the big beefy guy that you are, yeah, got a lot of um, service animals for vets with PTSD, right? Right. Mm, okay. This, yeah. is, this is exactly the thing you are describing. Okay. 
except the thing is they're trained to tell when you start to feel anxious because your smell changes. Okay. So now what they're going to do is they're going to say, look at, I, I need you to pay attention to me now because this is stressing you out. Mm-hmm. I don't want you thinking about your time in Iraq. I want you to pet me now. Right. Cause I, cause I can tell you are, I am trained to know to that, have that look, smell that you are getting anxious and therefore that's a service what do animal. We do? That's right. a service animal and has the legal right to be permitted. Exactly. So that's again what I was trying. I was trying to go with an invisible yep. issue, but no, still no. service dog. No, Very the, nice service dog. The PTSD dog is a great example. I'm going to tell you uh, uh, a family I talked to today. And one of the uh-huh. things I'm really proud about with DragonCon for the listeners reasonably accommodating people is sometimes not easy but no. by providing the reasonable accommodations that we provide people with disabilities are coming to dragon con and being part of our fandoms that's the thing i am most proud of people that never le- left their house or never left the company of the aides or the people that serve them right come to our convention to meet the people they see on TV, to meet that person that drew that comic book, to buy a piece of art from Artist Alley, or yeah. to hang out with their people, right? Right. This is, it's a benefit of what Disability Services does. It's the thing I'm proudest of. Excellent. I have a family with some disabled kids, a good number mm-hmm. of them. And they have service dogs that are trained to help them respond to behaviors relating to autism. Oh, okay. Autism's a big buzzword in the community right now, right? Uh, yep. So many different ways to handle and talk about autism. Spectrum right? is a good term, yes. But uh-huh. rather than going to hefty portions of medication, some people choose to get a service dog trained so that someone will learn how to handle a particular set of stimulus. Okay. Awesome. Okay. And those are service animals, even though these ones in particular, they're, they're small dogs in a little carrier, Mm -hmm. but they, but they alert when they start to see the, the person exhibiting in tremor behaviors or, you know, the rapid shifting of the head and all that stuff that they've got to focus on service animals, service animals. And by the way, guys. Please do not distract the service animals. Oh, no. yes. Do not pet. Don't no, do, do that. Not. No, They're please working. don't do it. Please don't do it. They're working. Okay? Doesn't matter what they do. Please don't distract them. Because, and, I, um, and, and you guys know, I work at Disability Services. We have a visually impaired person. Man, those dogs are expensive. 20 grand to train them. 20, I know. I actually was watching a show where they went through with six puppies. That yeah. we're going to be trained. And it was, it's pretty awesome. And I also just put something on Facebook where they had dogs listen to something in um, Ontario, uh, Stratford Festival, so that yep. they, how, that was a training thing because they need mm-hmm. to know how are they going to do in a big play situation that may have noise and lights and anything yep. else. Stimu- stimulus. Thank you. I couldn't get that word out. Nope. Yeah. That's the word. Hey. Well, so. Yeah. That's what we're here to help you with, to expand your vocabulary. Awesome. (laughs) That never can hurt. Um, So very good. And I just, it is personal to me that 
people understand that there are invisible needs that could have a lot of issues that could have not issues. I'm sorry. That yeah. could need support and could need accommodation. Don't take it upon yourself to think you get to decide because guess what? Unless you're on you're our disability wrong. services team, yeah. well, you can't. And John say yours again. And, I said, and you're probably wrong. Exactly. And, and let me play it from the other side. If you're listening, if you're listening to this and saying, Hey, I've got a disability. Are, are they serious? You know, am I really going to be able to at least try Dragon Con? I say, try it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. I, uh, I, I want people to experience the things that they want to experience at Dragon Con. Okay. Mm-hmm. You should be thinking about being part of this community and the community this is one of the, it's the, one of the rare communities that accepts everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah, it, right? And from a, and from a person with a disability standpoint, whatever it is that you can get out of Dragon Con that floats your boat, I'm in complete support of that. Yeah. And, ooh, and with ooh. 80, with, you know, uh, upwards of 80,000 people, you're going to have a certain percentage of people that are just jerks, but, yep. but for the most part, everybody at Dragon Con is both accepting and, uh, courteous and, and um, supportive and supportive. wants to help. Yeah. I mean, it really, you don't, mean, just, you don't yeah. mean jerks, John, you don't want to be politically incorrect. You mean the people with the unintended personality disorders. <laughs> <laughs> now is that and protected? Is that those, protected? And that is not John. I was about to say, and that is not one of those four categories that he oh, listed. That's exactly right. I just come so that's, you know, I'm just a jerk. Can I get a I'm just a jerk. <laughs> that's right. It, it seems to it seems to hinder me every day. Yeah, right. Well, oh, and also I forgot, I wanted to say this. I learned something from uh friends of ours who at Dragon Con who have a uh service dog and brings the service dog. And I said, So how you know, how do people know? I mean, I'm you get this all the time, can I pet? And the yeah. answer is no. And they just both looked at me and said, if the dog has the little vest on, it's working. And I went, mm-hmm. brilliant. Well, see, but here's here's the thing about that. The law doesn't require the vest. No, it doesn't. That law is doesn't, true. Law doesn't that require is... nothing. Yeah. But the best way to describe that to the listeners is to treat it like cosplay, folks. I was just going to yep. say the same thing. You don't do Thank nothing you. without consent. Ex- oh, that's a good one. Oh, John, <laughs> that's a good one. You were just going to say we, how do we how do we know we know cosplay uh, cosplay is not consent. Cosplay does not um, equal consent. Consent. Four right. pa- four paws is not consent. Right. Four paws is not consent. I don't, I don't know. I'm pretty sure we're going to get some angry emails in a minute, but <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> I'm just um, going to send them to Todd because I know where Todd is. Fur is not consent. Usually, what? Even, even a week beforehand, if you yes. got questions, right? You yep. can email disability services at dragoncon.org. One of our crack team will get right on that. You and, can go by crack team and mean you group for Dragon Con attendees with disabilities. You can join that and post your question. And I'm there all the time. I posted something today saying who's got last minute questions about what they want to know. Right? Yeah. Um those uh, or um, you can ask, you know, pretty much anybody at any department you deal with a Dragon Con to help you get a disability services person. Well, we- and I, yeah, I just want to tell you, I just very quickly went on Facebook. There is a 
Dragon Con with Disabilities unofficial site. Is that the yep. one you want, or do we want That's another? The one. That's, the, That's one. the one. And it I found it very I just put in Dragon Con Disabilities and three things popped up, and this was number two. So because mm-hmm. Dragon Con official always is oh, number okay, one. Yeah. So that's what the other ones there were. you the go. One was. I, right. I one was Dragon it was Dragon Con the official one, then Dragon Con this, and then like Dragon Con unofficial. Because it hits that keyword of Dragon Con. So mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, so you can find them and we will put these links on this on the post podcast. as well. Yes. Okay, on the so. post. Yes. Um, all right. Oh, and disability services is all one word. Disability, yeah, services, disability services at dragoncon.org. Org. 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 Yeah. Okay. What happens if you go to We're done. All right. We're done. Let's so, uh, Todd, this is the point in the podcast where I ask you to give me a number between one and 20. 17. Oh, we've asked that. I had that number before. Count Let's backwards, one, John. Two. You know you got 20 well, in there. Just, Count backwards from 20. It's just random because the things get moved around all the time. One, two, three, four, five. I don't care. If it's just random, then going from the back to the front doesn't matter. Seven after ten, John. (laughs) Just three. It's seventeen. It's seventeen. It's It's three. It's sports. It's sports. I hate you so much. Oh, now I'm screwed. What's the sports question? No, okay, he's screwed, so he doesn't like it either. So go to another one. Uh, Too bad. (laughs) We're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it live. (sighs) All right. We are in deep trouble because right. both of us probably aren't going. I will go with. We're going on forever. I will go with the multiple choice questions, so they're a little easier. So, so that's number two. That's the number two rank uh, thing on here. So we'll just we'll start with Todd. Who scored the winning touchdown? I mean, because you know this is going to be so interesting to everybody who listens to this podcast. Uh, uh-huh. Some people, I like football, but whatever. Um, I do too. Who scored the winning touchdown in the 2017 Super Bowl? Was it Danny Amendola? Tom Brady or James White? Hmm. A, B, or C? I'm going to go with C there, Alex. That is correct. Yay! All right. Do you, do you know how I know that? How? Because I'm going to Atlanta in a week, and I think he was a Falcon. Uh, he probably was. I think he probably was, because we always trade out the good ones. No, see, now... I, I I turn around and I do that. They were playing the Falcons. That's right. why. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Lee, in um, which summer yeah. Olympic sport do competitors navigate a slalom? Is it cycling, canoeing, or skiing? Summer Olympic sport? Yes. yes. Cycling, canoeing, or skiing? I'm going to go with skiing, but I didn't know water skiing was no. an, an Olympic sport. Canoeing. Canoeing. All right, canoeing so canoeing has a slalom. Yeah, yeah, because wow, yeah, you're in a you're you're in a canoe and you're basically going in on the water thing, whatever. Um, all right, this is very specific. Um, which is the most commonly used term? Oh, excuse me. Which is the most commonly used team name in college football? Is it Bulldogs, Eagles, or Bears? That's for you, Todd. I'm gonna go with Eagles. That is correct. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. This is going much faster than I thought it would. Yay. Well, I did the multiple choice. I'm not I'm not giving you the one that like at the so, bottom of this one so, is. So guys, here's a question for you. Yeah. Uh-huh. What, what is the Disability Olympics called? Is it Well, I want to say the Special Olympics, but that's probably incorrect. That's not it's, it. Um, it's, uh, isn't it the Warrior? Is it Warrior Games? 
the Paralympics. Oh, the Paralympics. Paralympics. Okay. Okay. The Paralympics. But you got out the thing that I, that that I expected to come out because everybody says, "Oh no, that's the Special Olympics." No, that's no. that's um, that's different. Uh, it is a very it is for, organization yes. in its own right, but not the the disability version of the Olympics. And it was also one of the Dragon Con charities recently, and we mm-hmm. gave them money. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I just found out what sl- canoe slalom is, and basically it's canoe. On, on white water mm-hmm. with like having to do agility things through kind of like the through, Westminster like poles, dog right? show. They you got to go yeah. through the poles. Yeah. 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 Uh, come okay. on. Canoes, canoe swallowing. That's like wheelchair luge. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Actually, that would be really cool. I wonder if they do they have that in the Paralympics? I'm going to look that up too. All right, John, ask me. About they, that. Actually do. they actually have wheelchair luge. Oh, really? Oh, that is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so Lee, this one's for you. Uh-huh. In what year is in what year is volleyball said to have been first played? No, I'm just kidding. That that is literally one of the questions. It's not multiple choice. You have to know. Oh it's well, who's not a multiple 18, choice? 1895. I am S O L. No, okay. So here's your multiple choice question. Uh-huh. In, uh huh. In let's see, what number did Jose uh, Bautista wear when playing baseball for the Toronto Blue Jays in 2016? Was it three, eleven, or nineteen? 19. 19 is correct. You had a 33% chance. Does it give you a reason why that was important? No. Okay. Uh, And we're never going to find out. Uh, Todd, which of these is a current Olympic sport? Polo, basketball, or racquetball? Which of these is a a current Olympic sport? Correct. Basketball. That is correct. All right, Lee. Yes. In, uh, they all seem to be very Olympic oriented. In which That's... European city was the Olympic torch relay first staged in 1936? Was it Paris, London, or Berlin? The Berlin. year. Yeah. Okay. You got it. I was going to say the year is very important there. Yeah. yeah the year is very important. Thing. And yeah. Uh, and it was for you know reasons that are. Let's not well, talk it about was now. for a lot of, of American courage. Yes. Um, Todd, it's, yep. it's, there, yeah, it's another Olympics. Um, oh, here, no, I'll do this one because you're from Buffalo. Mm-hmm. What sport? What sport do the Buffalo Sabers play? Baseball, football, ice, ice hockey. Is yeah, correct. that would be hockey. Yeah, that one's that was really not that tough. Yeah, and, and and do you know why they're called the Sabers? Uh, no, I actually do not. Even though I do follow hockey, it's because there because there are swords in the graphic. That's the only re- which, which which city was it again? I Buffalo. can't even remember. Buffalo. It's the Buffalo Sabers. Because there's a sword they were named, in the they logo. Were named after a weapon. But it was only but, but only because it was only because they made the logo look like that. Already because it was in the logo. That's yeah. a really a seriously chicken and egg question. That <laughs> yeah, would drive me insane. It's a thing about coats of arms, you know. <laughs> I, um, okay. Lee, which of these actors has not played a boxer in a movie okay mark Wahlberg, daniel craig or robert de niro well i know de niro has um um daniel craig i'm gonna go with a there because daniel craig has a face that looks well he was he was b but but uh but you're saying daniel craig right i'm no i'm saying a which was Wahlberg, right Wahlberg. oh okay then you're wrong no, it wasn't. He would have been right with Daniel. No, Wahlberg played uh, as actually in the movie The Fighter. Yeah. 
Actually, it was uh, yeah. Oscar okay. nominated. Yeah. I don't think he was, but but uh, what's his I be- name? I believe the guy you, who played I, Batman. Yeah. Uh, Wahlberg Batman. wasn't beat up enough in the Transformers movies, really. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, well, that is a tr- that ain't it the truth? Ain't it the truth? <laughs> All right, this is for the win. Yay, Todd! In, in Yay, dress, even in, better in dressage, trotting on on the spot with diagonally opposite pairs of hooves alternately raised and lowered describes which move a plough, a half pass or a passage. I have no idea if I said the first word, right. I, I have no idea about this. I would go with the half pass. The half pass is correct. Oh my God. You win. <laughs> Did his, all his answers were C. No. That was B, by the way. Oh, that was B. Yeah, that was B. Okay. All of his answers were B. No, I don't know. They were all of his answers were B. All right, Todd. Thanks once again for uh, joining us. Let everyone know where uh, the disability services can be found at DragonCon and also on the web. So the the uh, main location services is the uh, lowest floor of the Sheraton Hotel. Um, also a, a branch office in the Marriott, a location to be determined, but around where the Eternals are at is probably a good place to look. Mm-hmm. Probably a good guess, um, yeah. Right. And at DragonCon, you want to look for disability services in the departments category. There it's you not- go. And, um, sorry, keep saying. Go ahead. Well, and you are open on the same hours that registration is open. Yes, we're open the same hours that registration is open. There you go. Okay. Woohoo. All right. And uh, where on the web can they find you? Dragoncon.org. Yeah, there you go. All right. See, and, see, now, now you're going to make me look. And, no, it's okay. I already and looked. The, and the, and uh, Facebook, of course. The Facebook group. And Facebook. Absolutely. Yeah. The, uh, I think I already closed it. Please don't tell me I already closed it. I probably did. Well, just search for uh, uh, Dragoncon Disability Dragon Services. Dragoncon Disability. Unofficial. Facebook, yeah. You'll find it. It's right there. You'll find it. Keyword that sucker. Yeah. Love to answer your questions, and we look for. I look forward to seeing all of you in about a week. Yep, oh God, about one week! Oh deity! So, and I I look forward to you yelling at me again, Todd, because it's always fun. Okay, so, you you know how much I love you. I love you too. Um, well, something I should. I'll, I'll leave you guys alone now. Okay. Um, so, John, we love you too, man. Oh well, then John, yeah, then then come okay. On. We'll, right. we'll both ride. Well, I'm, we'll I'm, both I'm like sit that. on him and take rides. All right. Yeah. What? Yes. Hmm? Okay. Never mind. <laughs> no, we're gonna find some of those miniature horses for you. A little thing to carry. Oh. A little Sebastian for me. Uh, <laughs> That's right. From the Geico commercial. Yes. Uh, so, until next time. Uh, well, first of all, as I always as as I've been saying lately, please, please, please thank a volunteer uh, whenever you see them at DragonCon. They are mm-hmm. doing their best to make your experience even better. Um, and if you love Todd too, he'll be down in disability registration a whole lot. So you can yep. see him down there. And, and also, canine is not consent. Canine is not consent. Canine is not consent. Pony uh, is not consent. What's that? In case. Pony is not Pony consent. Pony is not consent. Uh, Either if you're cosplaying or you've brought one as a. Uh, um, we're, get, we're getting ourselves more and more in trouble. So until next time, this is for, yeah. John for Todd and Lee saying peace. This has been a production of The Unique Geek. To leave a comment or suggestion, call us at 813-3210-TUG or email us at 
the geeks at the unique geek.com. Follow the geeks on Twitter at sign the unique geek. This podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons share alike non commercial license.